Welcome to the ISA's Arbor Views podcast, a series bringing you conversations with researchers and tree care experts about current issues in arboriculture. I'm Mark Hartley, your host on this episode of Arbor Views. Today we have Matthew Palmer. Matthew Palmer is the Vegetation Policy Manager for Energex. Energex is the electrical supply company and authority in southeastern Queensland. And uh, they supply 2.18 million customers and have more than 5,000 kilometres of cable or or transmission lines. 35,000 kilometres of overhead network. 35,000 kilometres, that's incredible. That's a lot to to look after. From a tree's perspective, um, or in terms of how trees interface with, with your services, what are the real issues? The real issues is uh, getting around our network for the amount of line that we've got to get around, particularly when we have some very high growth seasons. So there's a lot of seasonal variability. Um, during the mid-2000s, we had a lot of drought and we had low growth time. The last three or four years, we've had really high rainfalls and uh, very high levels of growth in many of the areas that we had done a very good clearing job in before um, now are, are pretty high maintenance uh, just to cope with, with the amount of growth that they currently got. So your maintenance requirements can change just seasonally depending on how much rainfall you get. That's correct. That's a bit more challenging. And why, why prune? I mean, for some people this will be the first time they've thought about this. Um, is there an issue uh, with electrocution or any other issues? We, we mainly clear for safety. That's our main reason for clearing, is to keep the community safe. We also clear for reliability. So people don't like having their power interrupted. Uh, Trees are one of the major contributors for electricity being interrupted. Uh, So those two reasons are are why we clear. So how do trees interrupt uh, supply? Okay, trees tend to, if they grow into the lines or they have a branch that falls on the lines, um, they can provide a a path to the earth, Um, so the electricity runs down through that tree to the earth, causes our protection in our substations to operate, which disconnects the supply. We can have large trees come over and physically bring the lines down to the ground, which become a safety issue as well as a a reliability issue. So uh, obviously then to manage that you've got some program in place, uh, some cyclical pruning I'm guessing, Um, as well as some form of inspection process. Correct. We go through and inspect the lines uh, network before we trim. We have a a cycle uh, that we cut to. Um, South East Queensland, although a fairly small area on Australian scale, is rather variable. So our coastal part of where we are around Brisbane, Sunshine Coast, Gold Coast, uh, we trim on an annual cycle. But as we move uh, away from the eastern seaboard and we're say 100 kilometres inland, uh, some of that area gets less than half the rainfall of our coastal areas, has a lot less growth rates, uh, we have a lot wider profiles in those areas because we're in a rural area, and so some of those areas only get trimmed every four years, and we're still able to maintain a high level of safety and reliability in those areas. So how does Energex go about making those decisions? Is it policy-driven or is it inspection-driven? Or Correct. It's, it's policy-driven and that's been driven and, and that's been identified from what we've seen out there in the field over the last four years, um, or a lot longer than four years, but to determine those four-year cycles. Um, 
that we just don't need to go into those areas because there isn't that much tree, trees in the network there. So you know, you said that sometimes you can get um, branches falling on the, the service wires or trees falling on the service wires, and that's, that's a problem from safety perspective and also a problem in terms of the supply. How do you go about addressing that? Okay, that normally sits a little bit outside a normal maintenance program if the tree is away from, um, it's not actually physically growing into the lines or near the lines. Uh, South East Queensland is blessed with a, um, some very tall species of trees. Uh, some of our eucalypts reach 50 to 60 metres in high and as you know power lines are strung around about the 10 metre mark in height. So we have a lot of fall distance trees. We estimate we have at least one million fall distance trees um, near our network. So this is not something that we could physically go and remove all these trees. To do so, there would be such a large community outcry. Uh, it would environmentally be a very irresponsible thing to do. So we need to find a way to successfully manage these. And this is where we have our visual tree assessment program. Now under our visual tree assessment program, what we're looking for is we want to retain the trees that aren't going to be a problem. We want to go and identify trees that do cause a problem. We find that we have around about 500 outages per year on average. It varies each year because of storms and the like. So as I said before, 1 million trees, 500 outages. That means one in every 2,000 trees could cause an outage in a given year. So why would we do any work on those other 1,999 trees if they're not going to cause an outage? Makes good sense and saves good dollars. So when you're out there looking for those trees, a little bit like looking for a needle in a haystack, what sort of things are you looking for? Okay, one of the obvious things that we find is uh, dead branches. And it's the nature of a eucalypt to compartmentalise um, for various issues. And what they tend to do is... Um, shed those branches. So they normally come from directly above the network so we're looking and that's where we find more than 80% of our outages come from directly above that network. So we, we tend to look in those areas more opposed to the sides but there's other issues like included bark, uh, decay in branches, termite damage. Um, I think we've identified around about 50 types of de defects that we look for. And how do you go about, is, is that a getting on a quad bike and riding along or hiking through, how do you go about? It's normally a, a ground-based approach thing and it's normally a, a walk past, uh, unless you know there's a large space between trees that they would drive, but we have a, an arborist and, and we're dealing with arborists here who are, a level five arborist, so they, they're qualified as consulting arborists. Um, so we want a, a pretty high level of specialisation um, in the work that they do, so they need to be highly qualified and experienced. Um, they're going through assessing the trees. If they see a tree that's healthy, they move on to the next tree. They look for the defects. One of the most important things they need to do is not only identify the defect, but identify the target area. So if the tree is going to fail, but it's not going to affect our network, as we are not the owner of that tree, um, we don't need to do any work on that particular kind of fault. So yeah, it makes sense. You, what you're trying to do is stop those outages and stop that risk of harm 
to uh, people as well for the, from uh, the cables being brought down. Correct. So that's that's a lot of. You're talking about thirty-five thousand kilometres of cable. That's a lot of walking. Um, obviously, they're not going to get through all of that. So there are areas where there are fewer risks, and there are areas where there are higher risks. That's right. And we identify that based on our outage history, and so we prioritise our network. We do it on a feeder basis, and and a feeder is a portion of a eleven kb network that uh, emanates from our substation out to the end of the line. So they would follow that from the substation to the end of the line. Now they can be in lengths from two kilometres to two hundred kilometres, but they'd normally average about twenty kilometres. Um, to do an assessment will take them up to a week, and um, there's that that's prioritised based on on how important it is to us. So the sort of fifty odd defects. Um, have you any idea which defects are the most common ones that cause you outages? Yes, it's small branches. They cause us more outages than whole tree failures. We would probably get ten percent of our outages are caused by whole tree failures. So ninety percent of outages are, are caused uh, by a branch, and about sixty percent of those uh, are by branches that are four meters in length or less, and less than one hundred millimeters in diameter. Okay, so quite small branches, in fact. Yes, and mostly green, or some of those dead, or twenty-five percent of our outages are caused by dead branches. That's uh, amazing, and they're easy to identify the dead branches. Yes, yes. So it's it's uh, that's something that's pretty good. Um, so, what trends have uh, you been able to determine in terms of future management from doing this visual tree process? We're finding that the majority of outages are not predictable. Um, and it's only a minority that we can predict before they happen. And this is by having a tree failure database running in conjunction with our, our visual tree assessment program. But even predicting a minority of outages, the cost effectiveness of that is quite valid. Uh, as our performance of our network improves and the cost of our outages are reduced even by 10%, is saving us millions of dollars per year. That makes perfectly good sense, actually makes great dollars. Um, so the process then, you're going out, you're looking at these these trees, you've picked up some patterns. Obviously you can't remove every single dead branch that's over the, the services. So there's some prioritisation given there. How do you determine that? When we get the reports back from the arborists, we analyse those reports and it's then prioritised based on what areas we've identified as the most critical network. Now that can be based on things like uh, customer numbers and the importance of those customers, whether they're a big industrial customer, hospital, schools, uh, that side of things. But generally we're only scoping enough work at a time in areas um, that we've got enough work to be going on with. So we're not going out and doing the whole network and then waiting till we've done that before we cut the trees. So we've already pre-identified where we want to concentrate our efforts, get that scoped, and then get that cut. So the two programs are sort of like running in unison. Yes, you're not going out twice. No. And, and just one last question. When, when we as arborists are driving along in southeastern Queensland, we see an issue uh, that we think could be a, a problem, um, 
is it uh, fine for us to, to call Energex and let them know that we've spotted something? Do you encourage community contribution? It is. We, we have, um, I guess, what we call our, our customer spot process, um, which allows anybody, whether it be an arborist or, or, or just a member of the public, to ring in. Um, we tend to, they come through our call centre, we'll then send somebody out to investigate that and they'll take action as appropriate. Matthew, it's been a pleasure having you in here today. I appreciate you coming to speak with me. Thanks very much, Mark. Thank you.